What up, kid? <laughs> okay. I've got a little exercise for us to do. It's been a while since we've done this and I feel weird. I know. My arms are weird. So I was listening to a podcast. It was a couple months ago now, actually. Yes. What's happening to your body? I've been watching our socials and I'm trying to be more animated in my <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. I was listening to a podcast. It was a true crime podcast. The The topic is not relevant. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what the podcast was wasn't relevant. But in one of the episodes, the, like, host was introducing someone who they were interviewing, basically. Right. And she gave this really amazing description of this person, right? right? Because... All of the people in this episode, like in this series, it takes place in Las Vegas. So right. they're like, it's a very eclectic, colourful cast of people. But this description stayed with me. I wrote it down in notes. I think I actually called you after I heard it and said, this has to be a podcast bit. Right. Because I want us to do one of these for ourselves. Okay. So this is- Do a is, description for ourselves? Listen. Okay. So this is the description of this woman in the podcast. Okay. You ready? Let me- let me get ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So this woman had- Can you paint me a word picture? And I quote, the kind of upbringing that teaches you to always buy one champagne bottle too many and turn the music up just loud enough. Right? Like that's how they've- This, is an, this woman is now in her 60s, but they're saying that you can tell when you meet her that this is the kind of childhood that she had. Right? And you really liked the description or you- Well, um, I thought it was an interesting way to describe a you person. You empathised with- the- No, that was not my upbringing. Right. My m- parents don't drink champagne. Um, She's just like me for real. Sure. What? That was, you know, you were like, oh, this is me. No. I finally feel seen. No. It was just like, that's a really cool way to describe someone instead of being like, oh, she grew up with- two parents in Las Vegas and they threw a lot of parties. Oh, right. It was like, this is a really poetic, interesting way to describe this person. And I feel like I got a really good impression of what this person must be like. And also I know nothing about her. Yeah, yeah. What's your impression of what she's like from that though? A drunk who has a lot of parties. <laughs> and who plays the music loud or just loud enough? Yeah, just loud enough. But is that just for her? Like that might be, in other people's opinion, it might be like this music I like is my, way too I, loud. I like my music at- a level that we can still talk to, talk around. Sure. Unless it's, you know, the, the local hardcore Anyway, we're scene. getting off t- we're getting off topic. Sure. So you, you want us to, to do this for us yes, right now. If you had to describe your upbringing with like with two things. So based on what you are now. So yes. I would say like my upbringing I had the type of upbringing that prepares you for every kind of parasitic infection known to man while also equipping you with no real world skills whatsoever. Okay. I, yeah, 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 that that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get that sense yeah, from yeah, me, yeah, like I when you just meet me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also that's 100% true. Oh. What do you feel like yours would be? I feel like... You're going to shame me again if I say it. I really would I, And like I also to. feel like, I don't, I don't want to undersell this, but I also feel like this is the sort of thing that you could craft mm-hmm. for minutes, hours, oh. days, weeks, months. Yeah, we year, could keep like working on this. Decades. In perpetuity. Yep. 
This also will be your professional bio. But here is my off the cuff from <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. He had the type of upbringing mm-hmm. where you can tell he is both always completely unsettled and also too confident for his own good. That's very earnest and not funny at all, but it tracks. Like, I don't know if at any moment you're going to have a panic attack or you're going to tell me to calm down. Yes. Mm. The other thing I would say is mm. also no one ever taught him to how to dry himself with a towel. <laughs> what? Do you know the sort of the yes. sort of man that can never fully dry himself when he gets I, out of the shower? No. I have had this revelation, though. I th- This is not just you. Because now I am responsible, right, for drying other people. Yes. That sounds like you work at a fancy bathhouse in a fantasy realm. I have two small children. I have a five-year-old and an almost three-year-old. You're on a bathhouse. Their hygiene is my responsibility, Mm. right? Also, I subscribe to one of the greatest pieces of parenting advice I have ever heard. This isn't a parenting podcast, but I'm going to share it anyway. we touch on all subjects. If your children or children in your care for any amount of time are in a mood, add water. So either give them water to drink, give them water to play with, or put them in a body of water, right? So I will put my kids in the bath or the shower when they're annoying me because it just snaps them out of whatever mood they're in, right? So they're often wet. We go swimming. We live near the beach. We go to the beach. Often wet. And what I have learned in being responsible for the drying of others is that no one taught me how to dry myself. So I am not good at drying other people. There, There's a part of them that's always wet Yeah. long after the, the drying period is over. And I think that there is, like, this idea of, like, perfection. In that, the dryness. In, yeah, yeah that, that being getting yourself dry mm. is... This like ideal version of you after that being cannot wet. be achieved but, through towel drying. No, but no. it's like we strive for it mm. and always come up wanting. Mm. Mm. Not enough people are talking about this. Not enough people are <laughs> disappointed enough in their drying skills. But like, it's, but they should be. The little tops of their feet always still wet. Like, you know, I can't even reach down to those parts of my feet. <laughs> I have to, like, really consciously, like, go top to toe, like, okay, dry their heads, okay, arms, pits, backs of knees. But this is shower gate all over again. What shower Do you gate? remember? Have you ever been Oh, the, the wash your legs the thing. The wash your legs thing. Mm. This is, like, swamp ass. Where do or, you like, land on the wash your legs thing? I kind of, I don't always wash totally. Mm-hmm. I'm a, like, sometimes I'll just soap. Pits and groin and butts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other times I will fully soap with a washer or a loofah mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like. The everything shower. Yeah, yeah. But it's like. I, I will shower one to two times a day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a like, I'm just getting in here for a refresh. Yeah, because like, you're a sweaty guy. To just wash off, mm-hmm. like to rinse off. Mm-hmm. I don't want soap. I don't want to get involved in all of that. Mm. Hmm. But then like every third day it's a. Everything. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't wash my legs because you're in the shower. So, and generally, and the well, transitive properties of <laughs> gravity, well, water, yeah, and all soap runs and water. down on your legs, right? Mm. 
if I'm shaving my legs, obviously. Mm. Also, like, if we're talking soap and, like, killing bacteria that mm. you you might then ingest because you're, like, touching your face and, like, right, yeah. you know, like the, the uh, in, med- in medicine they call it the fecal oral route. Yes, I'm aware of fecal oral. Ass to mouth. Human centipede. Everything comes <laughs> Everything back around work, to right? that. Everything. Uh, yeah. But, like, the legs are not really going near the mouth that often, so it's like, yeah. yeah. I don't, don't need it to be I clean. also think that it's situation specific. Like I'm not someone who, like I don't have sweaty legs particularly. Like if I do, if it's a hot day or I'm doing something and my legs get sweaty, my legs are not incidentally sweaty. Mm. I'm at home inside my house like 75% of the time. I don't work outside. I don't have a dirty job. I have a desk job. Like my legs are literally going between like bed. Do you wash your feet? If they're dirty, yeah, yeah. Like if I've been walking around outside with no shoes on, yeah, yeah right, okay, yeah. But, but what I'm about not like you're not sweating. You don't have sweaty feet right now. No, but I think that like being in the water of the shower is enough. Okay. Also, I'm, the majority of the I'm time okay that I'm in this. the shower, I'm washing my hair, mm. which is like a whole thing. That's a whole thing. There's like five different cleansing items that go in my hair and they all of course there is. run down my body onto the other parts of me and clean it. See, this was my thing about not using – I've never used soap on my face. What do you clean your face with? Nothing, just water. No, And Absolutely. when I had hair and I would wash my hair, mm-hmm. the shampoo and conditioner would run down into – my face, and that was it. No, but you need different. Your face, and then I started different. going to facials, and they were like, "Yeah, you have the best skin." I was like, "Never done a thing to it." Yeah, right. Mm. That's just the man of it all, isn't it? Fuck you. I have like a twenty-seven step skincare routine instead of that. I but I've been thinking about like my, um, like my health and weight loss journey, and I'm like, I don't. There's the, nothing about like fat phobia or anything like that. But all I want to do is get. Like now that we're talking about bodies and stuff, mm-hmm. I want to be skinny enough that I don't like chafe when I walk around all day. Oh yeah, like that's all. Like I want to be skinny enough that my legs don't, my thighs don't touch each other. I have this. And same this problem. might be too much information for everyone. Sorry, Pod. I. I to apologize to Pod. <laughs> I have the same problem, and I think that that is an unrealistic goal. Because mm. we're we're in our mid thirties now, I am never going to be the size that I was, and you were never going to be the size that you were. I when feel we like we had our- a version of this conversation a week ago over yeah. lunch, and you also were like, "You're past your prime, you peaked, uh, you peaked, and you're not going to reach your peak again." And physical, far be it from you <laughs> to tell me who, who, where I am at in my so you're going to go life back. cycle of Travis. You are going to somehow at 35 find a way Mm. to reach the physical level of health, fitness, muscle tone, body fat percentage, BMI that you had at 21 as a professional full-time dancer. Yeah, except that I'll be like when I was that. I was like my my body was sculpted for that specific use. Mm-hmm. It was engineered for that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be engineered for no thighs touching. 
Mm-hmm. That's very thin. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna the machinist. No. <laughs> okay. The, the, machinist. the machinist. Yeah. Yes. You know what's always annoyed me about that, right? So, like, the whole thing with the machinist is he's an insomniac, right? Yes. And that's why he looks that way. Yes, because it affects your whole life. Sleep is important. I am also an insomniac. Yeah. Like, not to the level of that guy who, like, just didn't sleep for three weeks, but, like, I don't sleep often Mm. or well. We did just have a little cake. What has that got to do with sleep? Like, we're, we're eating. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, it's it sets up this false expectation of insomniacs <laughs> that, like, the, you're, the machinist you're, like, rake thin. <laughs> the, bozzy, the body positive, we're cancelling the machinist. It's done. The, the unrealistic body expectations. Some insomniacs are just a little bit fat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just... <laughs> We g- That's just how 15 years after the movie co- comes out, we are cancelling the machinist. What's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale, you're, fuck- you're fucked. You're, you're out. Dead to us. I've not seen you in a movie since The Batman, but you, you'll never work again. Never work again. Not this is like that time you were recorded throwing a phone at a at a, an assistant on a film set. Exactly, it's worse but worse because you... the insomniacs are coming for you, mm. and we don't sleep, so we won't sleep on this. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, we got to a really natural little spot with that. Da da dum, da 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 are unstoppable. We're unstoppable. Can't stop me now. We really need someone to do that for us professionally. Mm. I think. Yeah. Could we? Should we? Would we? What will they think of next? What will they think of next? <laughs> you said I wouldn't remember it, and I did. You did. I know. That's two for two. Could we, we, should we? Keep it up. This year's theme. This week's theme. Yeah, theme. Vegetable propaganda. You need more information. I do need more information. Okay. Wait. Could we, should we, would we is about we would start a podcast around this thing. Yes. Are we starting a podcast uncovering vegetable propaganda or are we doing vegetable propaganda? We are going to propagate vegetable propaganda. Okay, let me give you the backstory. Let me fill you in on the B ground. Do, yeah, do let we have to? Let me get you up to, to Spizze. <sighs> no, I mean, I'm down. When I say to you. Yes. Carrots. Mm-hmm. And you have to eat carrots. What do you, what, what, what was the message you were sold as a child about eating carrots? Night vision. Exactly. Yeah, Modern Warfare 2, night vision goggles, but, like, just carrots. Just from carrots. Just from carrots. Right. Can I tell you the backstory on how... Don't kill my dreams. Carrots got this marvellous reputation. Yes, you can tell me the backstory, but do not, like... It will ruin it. (sighs) Because it involves telling you that they don't give you night vision. No. Caitlin, they do? No. And... They do not. So, no, but stop. Before you do this, before you, like, 
unleash this on both me and the world. Mm -hmm. The listener. (laughs) Yes, the world. (laughs) Like, one, people still say that to get kids to eat carrots. Correct. And two, if we are starting a podcast about vegetable that we do vegetable propaganda, Mm -hmm. then why are you pulling off the wool over from my eyes so that I can see. (laughs) Because I think that... Like, why are you giving... Why are you offering me the blue pill or the red pill of carrot (laughs) and, like, pulling me out of the matrix? I really wasn't expecting you to take this this seriously. I'm deeply concerned for how unhinged you have become by this. I just think that this goes against the premise of what you said that we were going to do. It doesn't. Because I think you need to understand the machine before you can become oh, part of the machine. Ooh, the architect. Mm-hmm, hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's do it. So carrots don't give you night vision. Debatable. This was a scandalous rumour started by the British government during the Second World War. Why? I see you wanting to ask why. The government. Can I have, I have the theory? In a time of international crisis is spending resources, taxpayer money, advertising, other things to convince the public that carrots will give you night vision. Mm. Why? I am going to go with that, like, very similar to that there was, like, an overabundance of carrots that year and they needed to push. It was like, oh, push the fish, it's going to go bad. Yep. Uh, Of restaurants, whole country and world. Push the carrots. We need to move some carrots. Got it in one. So. Also, probably like using that to kind of global financial markets of carrots. Don't know if it went that far. Mm. I think it was just restricted to. Stonks, baby. To the Great Brits. Mm. But it wasn't because it got out. Due to the climactic conditions of that year, there was an overabundance of carrots. Did you say climactic or climatic? Whatever. Weather. Climatic. Due to the weather conditions of that year, (laughs) an oversupply of carrots. Yes, we love it. Coupled with wartime rationing, Mm. that meant that there was not a lot of anything else. You may have heard of this problem. Not a lot of food people eat in sawdust. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I haven't really heard about these. You've heard about it. Um, I would boil a shoe if I needed to. You've heard it. Anyway, so the government's like, we've got to get the people eating carrots, right? Like, they need it. We need There's too many carrots. It's taking up all this room. So we're going to start this campaign. What do people need in the UK at the moment, particularly in London where we're living under blackouts? Yeah, no electricity during the bombings. No, they've got electricity, but they weren't allowed to use their lights. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. During the Blitz and all of that, they couldn't have their lights on. The Blitz? There were no street this lights. Is, this has turned into like a period drama. You're welcome. There's no street lights. There's no street signs. There's nothing. It's just darkness. It's chaos, pandemonium. Let's tell people night vision that eating carrots is going to help them in this particular situation that mm. we're in right now. Little did they know it was going to take off the way that it did and that grandmothers and mothers and fathers and uncles, fun cousins the world over. Fun cousins? What is a fun cousin? Just like a nice cousin. 
Probably, yeah. It's like kissing cousins. Yeah, it's, that's what it gives me. <laughs> gives you the king. Yeah, it gives me the – no, the other one. <laughs> um, and like the power of vegetable propaganda, right? Mm. So I think we should start a podcast mm-hmm. where we pick a random vegetable and we assign it some sort of transformative power. Oh, okay. Because what when you first said it – yeah. What I thought was that we were going to do like exposés or no. history of vegetable propaganda. No. I don't we know if there is about, any other vegetable propaganda. We could have talked about like the bare naked ladies and their song about vegetables. Not familiar. Uh, the the Beach Boys and their song about vegetables. Also, There's a, there is a history of like famous rock bands and pop musicians like making tracks about fruits and vegetables. What do they do? Is it like a sex thing? No, it's just oh. so like we're doing fun songs for kids. Bare Naked Ladies did a whole kids album. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. I want to try and brainwash. Can we the do population. that too? Sure. Yeah. We do like little aside, like you do little segments. Sure. In our new podcast, could it's we? Not this podcast. Yeah. 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 Could okay. we? Yeah. 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 Cool. So could we? Yeah. Let, let's just stay on topic. <laughs> could we pick a random an- uh, animal? A random vegetable or mm. fruit. I'm. I would go. I would fuck with fruit, and assign it a transformative power. In the vein of, and I have a really good idea around how we could do it. Mm-hmm. So, like for like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've heard the like the sort of medicinal theory of like for like or the like. I have, and you're about to ruin a, an upcoming segment on another episode. Oh, great. Keep going. Like, so, like, eating walnuts is good for your brain because walnuts look like, look little, like little brains. brains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Artichokes heal a broken heart because artichokes are the only vegetables with a heart. Oh, didn't know that. Very cool. Thank you. Mm. See, look, with the, this podcast writes itself, not this one. This other one. This other one, the vegetable one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we could. Let's stop what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just do the vegetable thing. So we could. Yes. And we would. Yeah. And here's. And, no, wait. And let's we could do, and we should. And we are doing it right now. Oh, okay. Like, wait. let's talk about aubergines. Right. <laughs> okay. Or eggplants. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't like the word eggplant. I don't like eggplants. Really? Mm-hmm. How are you, why are you doing vegetable propaganda if you're like, what vegetables are you into? I like carrots, potatoes, cucumber, tomato. Not a vegetable. Um, pumpkin, sweet potato, all the potatoes really. She's just listing, you're just doing a list of vegetables now. You asked me what I vegetables know, I know, I know, I regret that. But it's it's Brussels good. sprouts. Oh yeah, right. Hmm. So interesting. <laughs> so all right, well, but this is nothing. All right, if you were gonna first episode, what are you pushing? No, we just do one, and the whole podcast is just the same. The whole season. Every, this is propaganda. This isn't for fun. This is just trying doing, to convince just doing the world. A daily, just doing a daily episode yeah. about this corn. Is corn good for your teeth. I was going to go hair. And hair. It's a natural collagen. Mm. Stop fucking around with your expensive collagen supplements. Raw corn. (laughs) Raw dog corn. Raw dog corn. Yep. 
we need to convince the population. No, first, we need to get a lot of corn or like stock in corn. We need to, yes, wait for the dip, buy corn, then push the corn narrative. Mm. Corn is good for whatever people's current problem is right now. Yep. So we would just need to think of like, so the the carrot solved a problem for the population mm. that was very specific to that time. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Corn will bring down capitalism. <gasps> Discuss. So corn, you can grow it at home mm-hmm. or you can buy it so cheap mm-hmm. and it's so easy to grow that, mm-hmm. like, the farmers are basically not doing any work. It grows itself. Well, I mean, all plants grow themselves, farmers, let's be honest. <laughs> is, this, is this true? Is corn really that easy to grow? Yeah, yeah. Corn, like, this is why, like, like corn is a uh, corn is a cash crop. What? I'm doing <laughs> economics now. Okay. What's like, a cash crop? Like, coffee. And wheat and, like, all things that sort of just grow. Right. I need to, ch- I need to like, yeah, fact check, check, fact check yeah, myself yeah. on this. Sure. But it just grows in abundance. You don't have to. Have you ever, like, picked fruit no. or vegetables? Me. Look at me. I've never done a day's manual labour in my life. My, my first job these hands. growing up was um, as a tomato picker. Let me tell you, fuck that. <laughs> like as a job, it's tomatoes sucks. are quite low to the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, I mean, it's not berry level. But, but this is like this is actually a conversation that we used to have a lot of. Like, oh, what is the most annoying like fruit or vegetable to work on as a? I think a berry. I mean, cotton sounds pretty bad as well. I think like, but like. Uh, there's like zucchinis and stuff that are really fucking annoying and like low to the ground and um and all of these sorts of things. I mean, and like watermelons spiky would and, be quite difficult because they're like, so heavy. Tomatoes, you would end up with this like you were covered in this black uh sort of film over it's you. It's called soil. N- no, 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 no. It it's not soil. What do you it's mean? It's like the you know the texture of tomato. Yeah. And you're like covered in pesticide as well because like they spray. Gross. Them and like so, at the end of the day, you would have to grab a green tomato and the, you would wash yourself with the juice of a green tomato that to get it off. So weird, it's so yucky, and you stink like wow. after a day in the field. Wow, anyway, corn heck is easy, okay? Yep, and like it's corn is basically socialism, okay. capitalism, but for only us. for us. So, we're going capitalism is good, actually. I've got quite a lot of. Love land. for capitalism. What? Well, you've been to my house. There's a lot of just land. Oh, I was like, have you got a secret property? <laughs> no. no. There's, I've got a lot of grass and stuff. I mean, it's it's mostly sandstone, like it's just a little bit of dirt on sandstone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you've the way you've sold corn to me yeah, yeah. could grow anywhere. So you, we'll, build, we'll, we'll plant a bunch, we'll, we'll build a bunch of corn at my house. We'll sure. plant a bunch of corn at my house. You can also <laughs> do lots of other things with corn, like- Popcorn. That's still just corn, but like you can make flour. <gasps> you tortillas. Can maize. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, type of corn, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 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 you yeah. can turn it into oil and. Doritos. What, is the, what do the Americans like use instead of sugar? 
What? Like corn syrup? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, syrup. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we really, we really miss the boat on corn. Yeah, like we've been sleeping on it corn. It is the wonder vegetable. Okay. This episode is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is, I love, I am is, very, I'm here for it. This is not good. I think this is probably one of our top two episodes no. that we have ever done. I think we're going to no. be getting a lot of fan mail about corn. No. And uh, can I tell you one story about, about corn? corn yes. that I have? Yes. Okay. I didn't realise there was going to be so much material <laughs> this, in corn. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tamika, if you're listening, this I'm sorry that this out you here about it. So, who's Tamika? You'll find out. Okay. When I was in year five, there was a girl in year seven called Tamika. Okay. Who I had a big crush on. Okay. And who I did like write a note, and everyone found out about the note. And it was Aww. like first first boyhood crush. Anyway, I think uh, it was, like, during the school holidays and I, like, ended up at the school. Tamika's mum was uh, one of the teachers at our primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very small town, small school, so we would, like, do a bit of, like, holiday daycare kind of stuff mm-hmm. when mum mm-hmm. was working. Anyway, Tamika was on the computer on the internet, early internet, mm-hmm. 90s, mm-hmm. Um, and... We were talking and she asked me if I liked corn. And uh, I was like, it was like still when she had just moved to the area mm-hmm. and it was like first kind of time meeting. She was the hot new girl. She's a hot new girl. I had a huge crush. Mm-hmm. She asked me if I liked corn. Like out of nowhere? Out of, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, are you into corn? I was like. Corn. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I love corn. Oh, no, wait. Okay. <laughs> she meant corn the band. <laughs> I thought. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ten-year-old Travis, very into corn. I was like, "Yeah, I love corn," and I, I cannot remember. I believe I said like something like, "Oh yeah, I love it, so yellow," or something like that. <laughs> and she was like, "No." no. <laughs> oh, so then she caught on that you thought? No, no, no. She didn't. I, I didn't say enough. To, right. Okay. Like, I, but I definitely said something about yes, yeah, so good. Like, or so young, or something like that. That was like, I definitely did not know what she was and talking at about. One, at what point have you gone back and gone? She probably was talking about corn the band, not corn the vegetable. When she started looking at showing me the website about corn. right. Okay, so it was immediate. It wasn't like you were twenty five and you went like, oh, shit. oh yeah. But this is something that has haunted me yeah, since right. then. Of like, this is. Every early romantic uh, interaction that I have ever had this is rolled into movie. this kind yeah. of. Yeah, you and Tamika would have ended up married. Still time. No. I think Jade would be disappointed. I'm still holding know. out. Yeah, right. I am dying. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. Okay, so wait. It's pretty so great. A couple of podcast episodes ago, I tried to do a cold open where I I asked you where you would go back in time to, uh-huh. and you shat all over it and ruined the cold open by saying that you would go back to like the early two thousands, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, or to revisit like a romantic faux pas. Was this what you were thinking of? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I was thinking of this specific one because yeah. there, there's so many. There is a there was a few. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. Now, if I mean, we were to go, I'm shocked by that. If we were to take a time machine and go back to that episode, and mm. I would re-answer that question, With I would this go back to this, and I would go back to 1997, 
mm-hmm. and I would buy child me. Corn with a K? Corn with a K t-shirt, probably like spike my hair up, uh, you know, like just go full uh, kind of corn. Corn, yeah. Chi- children, child of the corn sort of. I mean, that works on a number of levels, Mm. yeah. I have a story about corn the brand, (laughs) but I'll tell you off air because I feel like it's not. I feel like we've tapped this well. We've just got a lot of. um, I think ultimately we've answered the could we, would we, should we, um, because this has now become a corn podcast. This is big corn taken over. Because also corn had a moment like last year. Remember the corn kid? No, I don't remember. It's corn. Oh, yeah. A big lump with nubs. <laughs> I tried it with butter. Everything changed. <laughs> I sing that to my kids, like, every week trying to get them to eat corn. Like, be like the corn corn's kid. cheap as well. Like, it's also, a, it's, yeah, it's a vegetable that kids like periodically because it's kind of fun to eat. Mm. And my kids are really into popcorn at the moment and I've we've tried to explain to them, like, that it is corn. it's the same thing. They're on. It's us. not the same. Thing. It's not the same thing. No, and the corn kid didn't get us over the line. Have you ever grown corn? I think we've answered. We've, yeah, we've answered. Could this we? is now a, a, a vegetable propaganda podcast. This is yes. now a podcast about corn. New. Could we? Would we? Should we? Wit is dead. We're not coming back for segment two. See ya. Cue music. Let's go. So a couple of weeks ago, you and I, me and you, we were in Melbourne with some of our best friends and colleagues, and. We were there for work, as you will remember. Yes, I was there. Yes. But there were also some shenanigans. Yes, there were. Shenanigans. And for some reason, maybe because one of the people we were there with resembles a bear, and also you resemble a bear, and at the time there was um, a competition happening being run by the National Park Service in um, North America. Turtle Island. Um, Turtle Island for fat bears. Mm-hmm. The actual animal, not fat, hairy gay men. And so we this this competition was getting quite a lot of airtime, right? And we were looking at the bears that were the contenders for the first for the fat bear, right? And I and we were fucking into it. We were into it, and I then was like in my personal time thinking a lot about the fat bears, mm, right? And I mm-hmm. was thinking because they were getting the reason they're getting fat is because they're going to hibernate. Yes, right. Yes. And I was thinking about what I know about hibernation, which is mainly from kids' film, TV, literature. Oh, right. right? Like yeah, it's a yeah. big thing. It's kind of a theme, you know, like we have to stock up for the winter, like the squirrels hoarding their nuts and, you know, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah. sheep, uh, the, the bears. Yeah, yeah. Well, a whole bunch of animals. Yes. And I realized that my, like, what I thought hibernation was, right, mm. is that like the a bear mm. eats heaps and heaps and heaps and gets really fat. And then it goes into a cave and like closes the door and then it sleeps like uninterrupted without regaining consciousness, not opening its eyes for like four months. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And it just survives. Yeah. Without like, I assume it just pees itself or whatever. I don't know what happens. But like, Without drinking water, without eating, without like stretching it out, like not moving around, not having anything, not doing anything, just laying in a cave, completely comatose for three months. And then it wakes up and just gets on with its life, right? Yes. And then I thought that can't be right. Yes. 
And it must just be that like hibernation mm. is like they go into their little cave and like they hang out in there and they sleep a lot. And they're with their family and stuff, but like they're awake. But it's kind of like a COVID lockdown situation. Yes. There are periods of consciousness and unconsciousness. Yeah. They're just not like foraging for food and like eating campers and stuff. Sure. And you do, but what you're saying is you don't actually. I don't know which one is right. I don't have any clarification on what hibernation actually is. And you want me to explain? I feel like you you. would know. Can you? Can we do the ritual? I've been trying to do the ritual for twenty fucking minutes, Travis. Yeah, Caitlin. So, like, I was thinking the other day about like, um, you know, bears, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I know bears. It in the winter, like, they just go to sleep for, and it's like hibernation. Yeah, it's called hibernation. But like, what is it? Okay, like what happens? So, as part of the ritual. Mm-hmm. We close the laptop. Okay, yep. Because, as is uh, half of the uh, yep. segment, I'm not allowed to look at the yep. internet while you I explain. You have to badly mansplain it, yeah. Or you just tap into if the, it's one of my uh, if it's one of my special subjects. Oh dear God, is it? It might be. Have I tapped into one of your special subjects accidentally? Are you flirting with me? No, I was just like. <laughs> Like, I was okay. just like, well, that feels fun. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, cool. So you want me to man? You don't want me to mansplain. Let me talk to you about hibernation. Okay. So we don't actually know why. That's not true. We know how. No. But we don't know the reason why. This is not true. The- no, because it's so common sense. Why? Why? Because it's cold and all their food is okay. under the snow. Yes, we know that part of it, but we don't know, like, like the – we know how they do it, but we don't know how hibernation works, like the why of that side of things. Well, then that's not the why. That's no, it's the, the how. how. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we know parts of the how, but, like, the science isn't – like, we. Right. it's not something that's been explained. Sorry, that's that's what I meant. It's like it's not something we haven't the explanation for hibernation is not there. Right. We don't understand the biological processes at play. Yes. Right. Mm. So hibernation. I just want to know, like, are they asleep the whole time? The go whole to time. work. So they go in, they lie down, mm. they go to sleep, and they do not stir, wake up, well, the, crack the, a crack a lid, nothing. They, like, you can wake, you, you, they can wake up mm-hmm. and then, like, it, it's a, sh- a whole problem. It's a whole issue. Because they then can't go back to sleep. It's well, like, like they were in. My three-year-old woke me up this morning at 4 a.m. and it's like, that's it. I'm well, they're, like, it's like when you're in, yeah, exactly like that, except that it's like this sleep period, it's like a deep, deep REM cycle that they're in. It's like a little coma. Yeah, but it's mm. like. It's a biological thing that it's like yeah. it's a three to four month yeah. uh, temperature drop that is yeah. part of it's like seasonal. So if you like if you're a hiker and you go into a cave during the winter and, and you accidentally wake up a bear that's hibernating. You've just ruined winter. You've, yeah, you've killed you've, that you've, bear and their whole family. Well, yeah, maybe. But like do, what do you want to know about hibernation? I mean, I think that's like that's the crux of it. Oh, you just wanted to know if it's this or that? 
Yeah. Oh, that was kind of boring. You don't want to talk. You you don't want to talk about the like butt plug of it all. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I would. I'd be very happy to hear anything that you know about hi- hi- hibernation. So they're like their first deuce at the yeah. end of it. Crazy, crazy deuce. Cause like it's just like three months worth. Three. Of m- well, no, because they haven't eaten either. Right. So it's like. So what happens is they have to. This is why Fat Bear Week is such a big thing because mm-hmm. they have to bulk bulk up, but not like gains, bro. Like yeah. they have to chuck on extra fat, fat. Yeah. so that they have the energy to live off their own body weight mm-hmm. for the three months. So they just come out real thin? Well, yeah, thin, but like also like a bit of muscle atrophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. They're like real wobs. What's the butt plug of it all? So- as part of the like getting fat eating a whole bunch for the like couple of months before the hibernation process mm-hmm. do you know what a fi- do you know what fiber is i mean i don't actually know what fiber is either but like do you know what fiber like do you yeah, know like, like metamucil like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so as part of the eating and like a bear or like animals that hibernate Mm-hmm. Like they all have varied diets, just like we do. Mm-hmm. We don't just we don't just live off one meal that's the same meal all the time. Alistair Hill. We like variety. Soylent, as do other animals. Uh, but one of the staples of their diet becomes like twigs and grass and leaves, but mm-hmm. those things they don't digest properly. Mm-hmm. It forms a butt plug. Yeah, or a, or a constipation nugget. That keeps their poops in. Keeps the poops in. Until they wake up. Yep. And then they and then they have the worst poop in the world. And then they button they go and, you know, drink a couple of strong coffees and get things moving again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So we're basically like Metabolism just shuts down. Mm. Like they go into sort of a. I would like. I like to think it would be like a deep meditative state, where it's like they're asleep, but they're also able to like, kind of process subconsciously. Yeah. Right. Wow. It's deep. I would like that. Like that's my idea of it. Because we like to kind of end our segments in like a real full circle, Mm. bow cherry on top, neat kind of way. I know how to bring this around to to something we discussed earlier in the pod to kind of really like shoving a corn up there. Complete this <laughs> episode and be done with it. Mm. <laughs> this is how you get your no chafe thighs. We put you into a hibernation. Yeah, and, and we can muscle atrophy. I'm into it. If that if I could, I would. Mm. I would happily. Science isn't there yet. That's like the the thing that fucking freaks me out. People in induced comas all the time. Do we know anyone that could help out? Like, I would love to just sleep for like fifteen hours. That's a really small amount of time. You know, yeah, but you know, like we don't hibernate. No, we don't. We should. We. When I was pregnant. With my first baby, I was not having a good time, and I asked very seriously a doctor to put me in a coma oh. for three months. And mm. I was like, "Just like hibernate, like I'll be fine. Just like hibernate me. Just shut me off. Just turn. Just just reboot me." Mm. Um, 
and he made me see a social worker. Is this your preferring meat? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to end up in the psych ward. Thanks for listening. Caitlin and Travis, Our Unstoppable, is a weekly podcast independently produced by Travis DeVries and Caitlin K. Smith with production support from Tristan Field. Yay! We got a producer. And Dear Martina Media. You can follow us on all of the cool social media at our handle, UnstoppablePod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email hello at unstoppablepod.com. Or you can buy us tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. Find us in the crowd and tell us what you think to our face. Huge thanks to both of us for the use of our theme song, Caitlin and Travis are Unstoppable, and to the Aves, the band, for their track, Funny Thing About Love. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening. Hit the bell or follow icon to make sure you get notified when we drop a new episode. Caitlin. No, 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 no. You always get to ask me. I want to ask you. Okay. Okay. Travis. Yeah. What's on stopping you this week? The moon and the tides. No. I can feel it in my waters. Gross. You're, the body centricness of you today. You need to go <laughs> and like walk it out or something. Else.